Opinions expressed in this episode are personal. They do not necessarily reflect the views of this streaming platform. Good day, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Let's Be Diverse. I am your host, Andrew Stout. This episode is dedicated to all my loved ones who supported me through this journey. A leader's behavior can have a huge impact on how their team functions. One of the major factors with guide his behavior is the level of confidence the leader has in their own abilities and their capacity to handle and being a confident leader is good for their own well-being because you're less likely to be prone to worry about stress. Today, our episode is going to be on confident leadership. My guest today is Tara Lafon Gooch. Tara Lafon Gooch is a world-class keynote speaker, CEO, thought leader, coach, and author specializing in the transformative power of confidence. Recently, Tara has been featured in Forbes Monocle, the United Business Journal, the Digital Journal, Fox News in New York, and she has accepted her first TED Talk in the United Kingdom in 2024. Tara is proof that no matter where you came from or what hardships you have endured in life, you can live purposefully, successfully, and confidently. Her latest book, How to Grasp Confidence and Own Your Power, offers a beacon of light and hope in any otherwise dark world that demonstrates the power of human story and the triumph over diversity. Welcome to the show, Tara. It is so great to have you on today. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Andrew. You are very welcome. I've probably had you on my radar for a while. I'm pretty happy today. I'm being a little bit of a fanboy, but it is great to have you on today. How are things with you? Good, good. I can't wait every day I wake up in the morning and I get to talk about my favorite topic, which is confidence. So any day I get to do that is a good day. I love it. I love talking about confidence. I love talking about anything that has to do with leadership. So I'm excited about this talk today. Before we begin, I always have a fun question to ask my guests to get things going. Are you ready for yours? Yeah. So your question is, what is the wisest advice given to you that you followed and never regretted? Oh, the wisest advice that I've followed and I've never regretted. I feel like the wisest advice is do it anyway. Do it anyway. Go after your dreams anyway. The thing about it is time passes by regardless, right? So whether it's something, a goal takes you five months, five years, more than that, whatever it is, whatever your goal is or whatever you're wanting to do is, just do it. I feel like so many times we get in our own way and come up with every excuse and reason not to do something. But if something is important to you, just do it. So my advice to anyone here, and certainly advice that's been given to me, is the time goes by either way. Don't focus on the time. Don't focus on the amount of steps. Focus on your impact. Focus on how something makes you feel. And just do it anyway. Such great advice. I love that because I think there's a lot of people out there who are afraid to do what they would like to do because they're afraid to not be successful at it. So yeah, I love that advice that you just gave. Yeah, it's key. It's important. And we never know if something's going to be successful or not. But what if it is? I think so many people are focused on what if it's not. 
what if it's not? What if it's not? And they're already failing before they start something or they're giving themselves permission to fail before they start. So instead of saying, what if it fails? What if it succeeds, right? What if I have so much success that I live a completely different life? Let's start thinking that way (laughs) instead of how am I going to fail in every possible scenario? (laughs) For sure. You said it exactly right. You don't know if you're going to pass or if you're going to fail. So just do it and make some adjustments to it. If it doesn't work, then look and see what you can do to make it work. So I totally agree with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. That's a good question. Yeah, thank you very much. I, thank you for having fun with me. I always have fun with those. So I appreciate your tolerance with my fun tonight. So why don't we start off with you telling us a little bit about you, Tara, and your story? Absolutely. So today, people know me as a CEO. People know me as a speaker. And now I'm an author. But what story happened before this? Because I think so many people, they see what somebody succeeded what have you. And to them, it seems like an overnight success, right? Oh, this person, they just succeeded overnight and they must have, it just landed in their lap. But there's a whole story of where I came from. And I hope that story really inspires people. But I want to give people a little bit of a, a backstory as well of why this topic of confidence is so important to me. And The reason is because I grew up unconfident, right? I felt it holding me back in every aspect of life. Held me back in school when I was in school. It held me back in my career when I was working in corporate. Held me back in relationships, friendships, just all sorts of areas, right? But I wanted to be successful. I knew I had talents and skills and abilities, but I didn't have the confidence to really pursue anything. And it held me back. So a little bit of my story is I hit that rock bottom point where I felt like I wasn't confident and I I didn't really feel like I had worth. I was at that point. And it was that rock bottom point. There's growth there if you look close enough, right? So I made a change. I I made a decision at that point that I would develop confidence. And that no matter what, I was just tired of staying the same, Andrew. I was just tired of living like an unfulfilled life. I was tired of living unconfidently. And I just wanted to change and do something that made me feel purposeful. So I started figuring it out. And uh, that's what started my book. And then it's history ever since, I guess. (laughs) So you wrote the book. You said you laughed a little, you did have confidence when you were younger. So did you just take, you mentioned before, just do it anyway. Is that what your philosophy was when you wrote it? You're like, I'm just going to do this anyway? Yeah, I'm just going to do it. I didn't have a choice, I feel like. I had to be, go to that rock bottom point. And there was no way out other than just do it at that point. The benefit of hitting rock bottom sometimes, whatever that looks like to you, is that it's either do or don't because there's no going back there's that's not even an alternative anymore go back go way or lower so it's you have to climb and you have to soar out of that state so it's just do it at that moment and what that taught me was the power of action really 
and how much action contributes to our success. And again, sometimes we don't understand or we don't see that we're holding our own selves back. Maybe it's like self-fulfilling prophecy. Maybe it's we give ourselves too much excuses. Maybe we're surrounded by people that aren't right for us or we're in situations that, aren't, that don't serve us, that don't elevate us. There's a lot of journey that goes into this, but for me, there was no other way. It was, I can't stay the same. So my desire to, to change started to outweigh that fear of staying the same to the point where it was the only choice was to soar as high as I could at that point. I love what you said there before. You said power equals success. So I just love that. And that's so inspirational. And I'm sure that's inspirational for everybody that's listening here. In your opinion, what does it mean to be a confident leader? A confident leader is not a toxic leader. I believe that firmly in my heart. A confident leader is a grateful leader. A confident leader is an empathetic leader. A confident leader is a leader of a pe- their people. A confident leader does, what, is, what else does a confident leader do? They train, they teach, they inspire. Because a confident leader recognizes that there's growth and potential for all. So a confident leader is not one of those people that doesn't train because they're intimidated by the talents or skill set of their employees, Or right? A confident leader also makes sure that people have the resources they need because they, if they don't perform their best and have the resources that they need, then how could they succeed? So a confident leader is a mixture of all of these things. It's, I think when people, when I say, originally started saying, talking about confident leadership, I think a lot of people just assume that it's like some type of arrogance. No, this has nothing to do with arrogance. True confidence is internal, but the ripple effects go throughout your whole organization, throughout your whole team. And again, it's that it's an it's the empathetic approach. Yes, you're confident within yourself, but then you also believe in other people, right? You also want them to succeed too. You want to uplift, you want to inspire, you want to motivate and change. So confident leadership is just that. And toxicity and confidence, they can't exist in the same conversation. Come on. Those are two different things. If you're in a toxic work environment, it's not People aren't confident in their management. People aren't confident in that company. So this resonates very deeply. And it's really ingrained in the actual culture of the company as well. Are we confident in our suppliers? Are we confident in our product that we produce? Are we confident in the level of service we provide? It literally transcends all aspects of the company. So again, it starts with leadership and it goes from the top down, Andrew. I love everything that you just said there, especially making sure that everybody has resources available. A lot of leaders, I believe today, are afraid to show people stuff because they're afraid that somebody's going to come and are going to take their position or make them look bad. And that's not necessarily the case. I think there's nothing greater than to, like you said, have the confidence to show somebody how to do something and them moving up the chain and you could say yeah they're under me i was their leader and now look where they are that is something i think that's greater than just sitting back and not letting them be successful or making sure that they're not going to be successful exactly that story that you just shared right there that could be any company i've 
that resonates with me because I've seen that in management. As a leader, I want someone to take my job. Why? Because <laughs> I want to know that I'm not the smartest person in the room. That makes I'm, that means I made a really good hiring decision. I want somebody to to shine because again, that makes me look good too. So when people, when we uplift our team and empower them, that's confidence, right? And we do it with, it's a empathetic approach, but it's also, it's a nurturing environment that enables future growth and short-term growth opportunities, but then also long-term growth opportunities as well. And again, it's the catalyst for a company. So I think it's important to really be mindful of this because during my corporate career, I would say I never had a confident leader. And wow, what the impact that led to. And if you're not a confident leader, guess what? Your employees, they're not going to be confident in you as a leader. How can they be? They're not going to follow you. They're going to be looking for a mentor and it's not going to be you. And then it's going to create friction. Uh, but then it, they're also going to lose faith in the company. If they lose faith in the company, guess what? They're looking somewhere else, I promise you. Yes. It's so simple. I agree with you 100% on that one. So I think we delved into it, but I want to go into it a little bit deeper. Why is it so important to have leaders? It's everything. Gosh, I think of when I was a sales director in corporate. As a sales director, what would happen if I couldn't approach a client confidently? I guess what? I wouldn't want to deal, right? Now, for me, I I was good at sales mainly because I'm just good at relationships. So even if, when I lacked confidence in my role, I was still really good with building relationships and rapport. But what I wouldn't have, how much more success would I have had if I was also confident? Because that also does this, it enables me to present my offer confidently to clients. But then for myself, what else would it do? I'd be able to negotiate my salary, right? I'd be able to negotiate benefits or whatever. So it also helps empowering your team. I'd be able to, you'd be able to empower your team more, give them more resources, give them more guidance, more insights, whatever. So it goes into a lot of things, but... Having a confident leader, it transcends the company. I want to emphasize that because, again, how many customer-facing roles are with people that don't have, that lack confidence, that lack a self-belief, don't, that lack a training as well. They don't feel comfortable necessarily because they haven't been trained because they're leadership. So it's that, again, that trickle-down effect, but it absolutely transcends the company 100%, and it permeates into a customer base, a supplier chain, and really it can impact the entire organization as a whole and outside of the organization. Everything there was just so real here. I love first going in saying it's everything. You mentioned rapport. I believe in building rapport. And I think that rapport builds confidence because I think if you build confidence, then I think you are your real you. And that when you're re your own self and your real you, then you're going to build that rapport with people because they're going to feel this is the real Tara. Wow, I can relate to this person. I want to deal with that person. So I really and truly believe that the two go hand in hand for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Can leaders be trained to be confident? Absolutely. Yes. It's a skill that's 
can be developed just like anything. I liken confidence to a sport. So you've got to get your reps in. Not every day you're going to want to play the game, <laughs> but you've got to you got to show up, right? And you just have to keep pushing and keep going. Um, the thing about confidence too, it it's, comes through up with authenticity. So if you can learn authenticity, you can become confident. And why is that? Well, when we are our truly authentic selves, so the person that we are just inside and out. Not the person that has the mask, not the person that pretends they're somebody that they're not, the person that wishes they were somebody there that they're not, but the real, confident, true, authentic version of you. That person is confident, that authentic confidence, right? It just shines through. And when you're your most authentic self, you're also, it's, you operate at a different frequency. It's hard to explain, Andrew, but... I also liken confidence as to gravitation, magnetism, right? And when you're authentic, you, it, again, you can't help but be confident. So it goes hand in hand. And then all of the sudden, it's almost as if the power of gravitation exists and you have it and you can just magnetize things to you. And that's a good thing, right? That leads to more success. But what if you also applied that with customers? wow, what if a customer was magnetized to a leader? What if a client was magnetized to a leader? What if a partner, what if an investor, what if potential top talent employees? Oh, see, now we're talking. So this, again, transcends the company and helps with long-term success. And it starts with that authenticity and just dialing in who you really are. I think that's so important. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think they can be trained as well. I think we are in a situation right now where I think a lot of leaders are put into situations because they were good at their job, but they weren't trained to be in a leadership position. So I think that if you're going to put somebody in there, that's great. But you mentioned tools, giving everybody the tools. So we don't necessarily have to make sure that a leader gives the employees the tools, I think we have to make sure that leaders are given the tools to be successful because the two most important things for me as a good leader is trust and respect. And if you can't get that from your employees, then you have a disengaged environment. So I think you need to have your trust and respect and I think you need to understand that they need to have the things necessary in order to be successful. That's exactly right. Yep. And that's, it starts from the top down always. Always. Absolutely. Speaking of top down, did you ever have a mentor in your career who was a confident leader? That's, I wish I did. I never had one in corporate really. Not necessarily a mentor. Now I've had coworkers. Coworkers that without them, I don't know what I would have done right? People that just really have your back. I wish I would have had an example of a confident leader, but unfortunately I've never had a good example of a confident leader. And that's so sad, but I'm not an anomaly. That's the sadder part. <laughs> I think a lot of people that are listening to this are like, you know what? I don't know if I've ever had a really good leader either. So you have to sometimes find that outside, which it is what it is, but 
Luckily for me, I'm at the stage of my life and career now where I have a coach that I talk to who's better in a lot of respects in the areas that I need help with more than I, right? So that's my guide right now, and that's my mentor. And then to pay it forward, I hope to help young up-and-coming leaders, but also seasoned leaders, really just step into the best versions of themselves. I think that's so important. And I I wish I would have had more of a mentor, but it's okay. It's part of the journey too. I'm grateful for the coworkers I did have. And gosh, like I said, without them, I don't know what I would have done. I am similar to you. I, I think I had one, maybe a couple good leaders, but I had more good coworkers, people who I could go to talk to each other. We could find each other. We could talk about things. We can have our own meetings and discuss what's going on. What can we do to make things better? I had coworkers who, if they noticed that something was going well or that the person gave a little bit of extra on a particular day, that they would go to see that person. Or we had emails sent out to everybody saying, hey, I want to recognize so-and-so for supporting me through this project that I was working on. They stepped in and gave me a hand. I do think that you don't necessarily have to have the title of leader, but it's nice that you have that support system to help you because we spend so much time at work that we need that support system. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So if you could choose one word describe yourself what word would that be well i that's a, it's a hard one because i could i feel like a couple of words but i will just say one word it's the foundation of confidence which in my opinion is gratitude so if i were to pick one word it would be grateful i'm so grateful grateful for failures that have happened in my past. I'm grateful even for toxic workplaces and toxic management. I've even had toxic workplaces and bullying at work. And you know what? I'm, I'm grateful for all of it. And here's why. Without those hardships, I don't know if I would have been brave enough to believe in myself to do what I'm doing right now. Those were the catalyst. And while they were hard, <laughs> they were hard. Those were the catalysts for me to say, I want more, I deserve more, I'm capable of more, and without that, I wouldn't be where I am today. So I am so grateful for that entire journey. And yes, grateful. That would be my word. I love it. I love that word too. And I have to say, I admire the fact that you were able to see, because there's a lot of people out there in this day and age that don't think like you in the fact that they feel like they're stuck. And yeah. you decided that you wanted to take care of your own narrative and make your own story. And you were going to do everything you could in order to get to that final stage in your life of where you are now. And that's amazing that you were able to do that. Because like I said, a lot of people out there or not able to, they feel like they're stuck in a hole and they can't dig themselves out of it. That's right. And you're never stuck. So even if you, it may feel like it, but I think a good piece of advice, if you're feeling stuck is what you're not changing, you could potentially be choosing, right? So 
if you feel stuck, what? why are you making a choice to be stuck? I think we need to put some advocacy always back on ourselves as well and say, how can I get unstuck? Instead of saying something as an absolute statement, well, I'm stuck, so I guess this is how it's going to be. <laughs> we need to reframe it and say, how can I get unstuck? Because that's so much more limitless, right? <laughs> and that allows for creative thinking, not boxed in thinking, which is important. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Any final thoughts today? Final thoughts that there, there's a big difference between confidence and arrogance. Again, true confidence comes from within and it radiates outward. A truly confident person believes that there's enough success for all, opportunity for all, and that they don't have a scarcity thinking, right? So this is an abundant mindset that I'm talking about with confidence. And it's a higher vibrational state. It really is. You can't be confident and also be a miserable kind of person that's negative. It doesn't really make sense. It doesn't sound right together, right? So you are operating at a higher vibrational state when you're confident and it all starts with gratitude and by being your authentic self. So show up gratefully, show up authentically, and you'll gain confidence through that. Those beautiful, wonderful words there. I want to take the time to thank you. I know I always tease you all the time, but since the moment that I connected with you, you have been an admiration for your story and just the way that you speak, we're talking about confidence today, the way that you speak with confidence, and clarity, and I just love the fact that you were there for everyone to help them out. And you've been there for me from the get-go, and you agreed to come on here tonight to talk to myself and our listeners. So I really am grateful for that and thankful to have connected with you, and I look forward to further conversations with you, Tara. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me, Andrew. You're very welcome. I'd like to take time to thank Tara for being my guest today. And I just want to say thank you for joining us today. And remember, if we all work together, we can accomplish anything. You have been listening to Let's Be Diverse with Andrew Stout. To stay up to date with future content, hit subscribe 